Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 40, Joseph Bayardo, incumbent Hamilton Wentworth Catholic District School Board Trustee for Ward 6, running for re-election. Recorded on August 22, 2018. Joseph Bayarda, welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. You're our first Catholic school trustee candidate. How are you today? Thank you, Joey. I'm great. Thank you very much for having me and for this opportunity to have trustee candidates involved in your podcast. We've discussed by email. Trustee candidates are often ignored during municipal elections, so I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I, trustees are only responsible for the education and civil <laughs> trustees are only responsible for the education of our children. Not a big deal, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's it's a very important role, and think I commend all candidates who run, especially for trustee. It is an, a forgotten role, and it is a fairly thankless task. <laughs> Thank you. So, first of all, tell us who are you? Yes, Joey. My, my name is Joe Bayardo. I was born to immigrant parents, born and raised in Hamilton. I'm married, uh, going on 30 years now, to Maria, and a father of three children, who all who attended Catholic schools in our system. I'm a manager with uh, not one but two major corporations, Great West Life at Ford of Canada. I'm a licensed paralegal with the Law Society of Ontario, political science, public policy graduate. I'm a writer, a poet, singer, songwriter, soccer coach, an active soccer player, and community volunteer, and I'll stop there. Why are you running? I'm running, Joey, mainly because I love children. I love my faith. I love the community of Ward 6, and I love Hamilton. I was honored to be elected in 2014 as the trustee to succeed Father Kennedy, who left a legacy of over 40 years of service as a trustee. And serving as a Catholic school trustee is a vocation, I believe. It's not a job. It's a calling. And as such, I believe I have the necessary skills and background to be a great representative. This last term, I built some positive relationships with the uh, school councils, uh, particularly St. Margaret Mary, St. Anthony Daniel, and St. Kateri in Ward 6. And I would like to continue to carry out that initiative as we welcome St. Teresa of Calcutta school community into the Ward 6 family of schools as a result of the boundary changes. How have you contributed to your school community and to Catholic education in Hamilton? Next to my wife and I being supportive parents, because that's, of course, at the core of Catholic education, parents' involvement in their children's education, I started my involvement in education when my children attended St. Margaret Mary Catholic Elementary School and I served on the Catholic School Council. I was asked by the principal at the time to help draft the first Catholic School Council constitution based on my background in public policy. And since I've served as a member with the Industry Education Council and as a mentor with the Industry Education Council in St. Jean de Brebeuf High School, I've served as a parent representative on the Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program Committee. I was president of the Cancer Assistance Program, former president of the Catholic Family Services, and chair of Festitalia Corporation, all involving partnerships in education. I served as a trustee for Ward 5 from 2000 to 2006, 
I also support a number of educational initiatives and partnerships with the CYO, Knights of Columbus, and Neighbor to Neighbor, uh, to name a few. This past term, I was honoured to serve as chair of the important Religion and Family Life and Instructional Services Committee for three years and served on the Special Education Advisory Committee, the International Languages Committee, and the Child Care Committee, among others. What are your priorities for improving Catholic education in Hamilton? Great question, Joey. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to answer it generally in this one because there's the other question more specific uh, with regards to priorities. But in general, I, I want to continue influencing the discussion on how we educate our children. Sir Ken Robinson, in one of his TED Talks, uh, talks about a little girl in art class drawing a picture, and the teacher asks, what are you drawing? And uh, the little girl says, I'm drawing a picture of God. The teacher replies, well, nobody knows what God looks like. And the little girl says, they will in a minute. His point is that education systems around the world have stigmatized children out of creativity because they're afraid to make mistakes. And I think that's what we've done in math, in science, for example, even art itself. You cannot grow if you don't make mistakes, and I think that's a part of the joy of learning. And we've gotten away from that with all these testings and EQAO and so on. But for my part, I've had great teachers, and I think we've got great teachers in our system, math teachers, science teachers. I think, in general, they're limited to the uh, teaching to the curriculum and to tests. My priority for next term is about strengthening the triad relationship between school, home, and parish to build on our existing strengths, with, which make Catholic education unique and rewarding, an integration of our faith in every aspect of our students' lives, and to help build a system which will provide our children with a sound foundation upon which they will experience an abundance of opportunities in the future. What are three skills that you've demonstrated that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on the Catholic School Board? I think the three primary skills, I think, that have helped me and I think I bring to the table is, first and foremost, listening. We just talked about priorities. If you'd asked me what my priorities were four years ago, I would not have included the elimination of single-use plastic water bottles in our system. But as a result of an excellent presentation made by students in our system from grades 5, 6, and 7, and 8, they showed us how our faith informed us on the subject as stewards of creation and of the facts concerning plastic water bottles and the negative effects on our environment. And most importantly, they asked us to do something about it. I heard the message loud and clear, and along with my fellow trustee for Ward 1, Mark Valvasori, we moved us and successfully passed a motion to do so. And a similar policy was implemented by our Bishop Crosby across our diocese. The second one is communication skills. I love writing and giving a great speech. Communication skills are a great asset when you're at a board meeting and you put your thoughts together and speak to a motion or an issue. You have to be able to do so in a concise manner. As a paralegal, my communication skills are vitally important. Also, very important in being timely in responding to parents, teachers, principals' concerns in a timely manner. And thirdly, interpersonal skills. You cannot be a strong Catholic school trustee without sound interpersonal skills. 
You need the skill to work with your fellow trustees, the director of education, the administration, building bridges and being able to bring people and resources together. I think that's a particular skill I bring to this position. Since 1997, many have reasonably argued that school board trustees merely exist to provide someone for local parents to blame for provincial decisions. Do you agree or disagree with this? Why or why not? Again, a great question. I really appreciate this question because I understand, although I understand how that perception comes about, the funding formula, for example, which is set by the province, simply put, is based on a per pupil basis. So on the face of it, it's fair and equitable. But if you extrapolate that to school funding, bricks and mortar, there is no allowance for empty seats nor empty classrooms. So the decision to close schools comes down to the local administration, which is then approved by the Board of Trustees, and it's the trustees that bear the brunt of the backlash, not the province. Having said that, I disagree with that thinking, as I know Catholic school trustees play a very important role as examples of our faith and as advocates for their community of schools. Trustees have to approve the multi-year strategic plan. We're responsible for policy making and review. Trustees must approve the annual budget, which I'm proud to say, Joey, that over the past four years, I, along with our chair, Patrick Daly, were the two mainly responsible for passing a $350 million budget as we were the only two whom did not have a conflict of interest. Trustees are responsible for the fiscal and operational performance of our board and for the academic achievement and well-being of our students. As a Catholic school trustees, we're responsible for supporting our mission and vision in the example of Jesus Christ through our curriculum and life in our schools. What are two changes you wish to achieve in your four-year term on the board? It may not be changes, but perhaps a special focus for me. I'm hoping there is a change definitely in one. First of all, uh, specifically, I'm going to have a close eye. I'm going to keep a close eye on our math strategy to improving student achievement and attitude and the attitude towards math, recognizing it's an important tool for critical thinking, analysis, negotiation, and decision-making later in life rather than a tedious subject. Video game design and development, for example, what my son graduated in, every boy's dream, and robotics, for that matter, involve programming, involves some mathematical concepts. Video game design, you need geometry to understand and fill an environment. Perspective plays a role. Racials play a role. Permutations and combinations play a role. So some sense of back to basics I'm in favor of, and if that means change, then it's change. Plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. Another priority is student wellness and sound mental health for our students, teachers, and everyone involved. It's 2022. The public record is writing an assessment of your performance during the past four years. What three words would you hope describe your term on the board? Now, I have three words, and I also have a recent letter I received from a teacher, and I, I would think, I would hope that I, I receive the same sort of feedback in next year and that perhaps in four years. I would hope they say that I was a great leader for our Ward 6 family of schools. I think uh, servant leadership is the way I, I look at it. Yes, you have a chair of the board, but you can have a number of servant leaders on the board. I hope they say that I was accessible, approachable, and results-oriented.
recent letter from a teacher that was sent to me. It says, Mr. Boyardo, I would like to thank you for always supporting the students and myself over the years. If I ever contacted you with a school event, Black History Month, basketball campuships, or concerns, you were always prompt and transparent. As an elected member of our Hamilton Wentworth Catholic District School Board, I believe you are the voice of the community, and I appreciate all you do for our children and families. A sincere thank you, and God bless always. You can't get any better than that when, you, when you're a trustee and you get a, a letter like that from one of your constituents or a teacher. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you manage a staff recommendation to close the school in Ward 6, which staff states will enable the board to provide a better quality of education across the system? Joey, this is an area I have a great deal of experience, unfortunately. As a trustee for Ward 5 uh, from 2000 to 2006, you'll recall our school board took the initiative to close, amalgamate, and improve many of our elementary schools, the majority of which were in my ward at the time, Ward 5. I think we ended up closing about four schools in Ward 5 during that time period. I appreciate especially how you pose the question as closing any school involves both a local decision and the impact it has on the ward and the parents you represent. But also the trustee must think about the quality of education of those very students across the system. So two examples which are different came to a different decision on both. St. Wilfred's, we had a, a staff recommendation to close, but in my analysis, I didn't think at the time that it warranted closure. So I worked with the community and fought extremely hard to keep it open. I presented and signed petitions that did my best to argue that it didn't deserve to close. St. Wilfred's ended up closing, amalgamating with St. David's School and moving to a newly improved and renovated building. On the other hand, we had a school, uh, St. Anthony Catholic Elementary School. School enrollment was approaching 120 and projected to go lower than 100. The parents, again, were fighting to keep it open, citing property values, convenience, safety, etc. But with only 100 students, that meant that the students could not form a basketball team, for example, or even fill up a bus for a school trip. And I found that patently unfair for the students themselves and supported the closure, which resulted in St. Luke's receiving the students, along with about a million dollars in renovations and improvements for a stronger Catholic school community. So there's two s separate examples, but coming to a different decision uh, on a personal level for me as the trustee. So I know I have to assess the report that comes forward, make my independent decision, do my best that I can persuade my fellow trustees one way or another. But even after that difficult decision is made, I know I have to work with the school communities to make the smoothest transition possible. Ultimately, as the trustee in the lower city by 2006, I had the most newly renovated schools and a healthy population in each. And I believe today we are benefiting from those decisions that we made 15 and 20 years ago. The school board's relationship with Hamilton City Council has had its ups and its downs. How do you plan to work with City Council during the next four years? I believe our school board has had a very positive relationship with Hamilton City Council. We have many properties that sit next to each other, and we have joint agreements on their use. I think having a positive relationship 
between the counselor and the trustee also helps, as I do with uh, Counselor Jackson. And that's uh, helpful. As I, and as I did with uh, Counselor Collins in Ward 5, who were very supportive. I think it's also a testament with our school board to the positive relationship nurtured over the years by our chair, Pat Daly, when it comes to these sensitive matters with the city. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing comments you wish to share? Yes. Once again, thank you, Joey, for this uh, great opportunity. I just wanted to close by saying that in the first year back as a trustee for Ward 6, I completed a course through Ox Ontario Catholic School Trustees Association at St. Augustine Seminary, the OXTA Certificate Course in Leadership and Good Governance, the only one of our, at our board to complete this uh, actual course at my own expense. In this program, I wrote a paper in which I noted Catholic education must be the spark for our children to aspire to incredible heights and to defy the impossible. Ours is the responsibility not solely to teach subjects, but to create the conditions which allow our students what I call the freedom of divine intellect. It's about our children. It's about our future. I see no greater priority than them. I ask for your kind support on Election Day as I have the experience that counts. Vote Joseph Bayard, Award 6 Catholic School Trustee. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today. I want to thank the Turner Park branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their sound studio where we recorded today's podcast. Following the interview, Mr. Bayardo emailed me to note that the school reference as St. Wilford's was actually St. Leonard's. Mr. Bayardo was married at St. Wilford's in Toronto. And a personal note, I should have remembered because I walked by St. Bernard's regularly going to high school. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.